Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. Once yeah, joining. Brian, right, you joined the room. Yeah. Sounds like a sexual act. Mm-hmm. Do it once per day. It's not like it's fluid bonding. Did you say fluid bonding? <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> I got to look it up again. Oh, it um, just means that you're, you're raw dogging. You oh, okay. There we are. Raw dogging or barebacking. Whatever your sexual preference identity is. So, or welcome to another episode of the <laughs> And it's so funny because this uh, this book is very wholesome, and we're just talking about raw dogging. So yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we have um, another book based on the Mai Tai uh, this mm-hmm. week. This week we are reading a, a manga series called Saint Young Men. It's a tale of what happens if Jesus and Buddha decide to go on vacation together by living in a, an apartment in Tokyo um, and living among the humans for a little while. Um, so yes, yeah, so you have Jesus hanging out with Buddha, and uh, their wacky hijinks ensue. Um, we have with us uh, t- the three of our normal four. We have me, I am Brian. We have Adam, and we have the Hello. Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like we said, this week we're basing it off of the Mai Tai. And uh, for our recipe of Mai Tai, we'll go to the videotape. We had the first Mai Tai, which is your favorite. Yes, and it's among the first. But yeah, there's like a dozen legit variation recipes, right? Yeah, you want just the one recipe for the month? I'm just picking the one recipe that I recommend. Okay, I recommend that recipe, so that's the recipe I'm going with. There okay. are the recipes like we had two on that picture you sent us yeah the other ones it's not a mai tai it's a different oh okay it's like an army grog or something like that and we also know damn well you're not cutting that out so i will i (laughs) I will cut it out because i was in denver for work and i was listening to one of our episodes and Uh there's the whole thing where like i'm gonna cut this out and then you didn't so i know it was funnier because i didn't cut it out but that last i will (laughs) cut that out because it was embarrassingly bad all right it was the worst segue are you gonna reference this drink i'm gonna okay well so take two going back into this uh so, uh, we're... Fuck, now I'm on... I, I got... <laughs> Oh shit! I'll do um, it. All right, and for this uh, week's, yeah, see now you got me doing it. It's ah! hard, right? Wait, it's hard when you when it's like train dance, uh, train monkey dance, dance monkey train dance. Monkey. And for the drink recipe this week, we cut to Brian. Okay, there you go. Dave. Have you met Brian? Have you so. met Brian? So this mai tai, it is one ounce of lime juice, half an ounce of orange liqueur, quarter ounce of orgeat, uh, quarter ounce of simple syrup, one ounce of dark rum, one ounce of white rum, and uh, you put that all in a shaker, shake the shit out of it and you garnish with mint okay so yes surely no one will know that we pre-recorded that oh yeah because <laughs> that will sound exactly the same Obviously, actually it'll it will, be pretty yes. tight it'll be pretty close yeah it'll be pretty tight right now like, this will work. <laughs> next week we'll see but this one will be pretty good yeah this will be pretty good so uh anyway uh does anybody have a drinking game rule for this week i mean i've got a few but i don't know if you want to go first todd should i be offended <laughs> <laughs> Every time they're making like a joke or light of something or a reference to like religion or different things, and they're basically laughing about it or they're just kind of going through, and you're like, hmm, that's amusing, but that's right on the line. Way to go. Yeah. Take a drink. Okay. Mr. Adam. Uh, so one of mine was called In This Economy. Uh, every time <laughs> they talk about, they do the exchange rate of yen to dollars, or Buddha kind of gives Jesus crap for, for spending money that they shouldn't be spending. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Note that Buddha is fiscally responsible. And 
Jesus is not. <laughs> well, I mean, you look at mega churches, and that's probably why. So uh, that's probably true. Yeah, I love the Caesar, which is Caesar's. Uh, mm-hmm. True. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I I was reading a little bit. I was reading up on this book a little bit, and the guy who wrote it originally didn't want to publish it in America. He was afraid that they would the Americans would be very upset by this book. And I was like, yes, the Americans. I'm like, some will be upset, but those mm-hmm. that will be upset are not literate. So I think you're okay. Also, like most things, the ones who would be upset hey, are the ones who aren't reading. What book it. are we talking yeah. about? We're reading St. Young Men. I already mentioned what book we're talking did you? about. Okay. I did. All right. It yes. was kind of like this just reminds me of when you mentioned this the, must be really good. It must what be. Is that? What is it? Oh, it's a uh, passion fruit iced tea with lemonade. Oh, okay. It's uh, delightful. I was at the is liquor it store a the vodka lemonade or is it a no? There's no alcohol in it. It's just me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was at the liquor store the other day and they had a new vodka that was strawberry lemonade vodka. Ooh. So I picked some up. I, I haven't had any yet, but we did pick some up for, for beverage time. Um, it's just funny you mentioned about like you know not wanting to release this in the U.S. because people would be offended. Uh, it's the same idea as the when COVID was in the middle of everything and the Bayou downtown said if you didn't wear a mask or no, you had to have a proof of a vaccination to get in, that everyone was like protesting it, even though they're the same people who said that businesses should be free to run their business how they choose. Mm-hmm. And also the people protesting more from Lehigh and places that would never actually go into the Bayou. Mm-hmm. So like you don't really right. have much of a We're going to boycott your business. Right. We don't want you. Yeah, yeah. And you never came in anyway. So yeah, going back to this one, it's like, yeah, you could have offended or pissed people off, but they're not the ones who are going to read it anyways. And then all yeah. you've done is make people want to go read it now because everyone's so offended by it. So if you're in Salt Lake, go to the Bayou. It's great. Yeah, it, is. it is. Lovely food and like what? 500 beers or something like that. They got a ton of beers. An ungodly amount. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, Todd, I, I don't know if we've discussed this or not. There is um, a brewery up in Logan that has some delightful beers. Um, oh, to the point where that. like I did a I did a sampler, like a four beer sampler and liked all of them. You and liked all the beers. I liked all the beers that I sampled. Were um, these beer? They were beer. They were sours. Oh, oh see, I don't like sours. So, oh, so oh, good. yeah, no. So I'm I, I've learned from Todd and Ellen that sours uh-huh. are where it's at. Oh, I had a pina colada sour the other night. That was very crushable. Ah, it was good. What is that? What do you mean crushable? Meaning you, you can drink a lot of. Them. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, that's I never heard beer called that before. So uh, there's uh, it's crushable or poundable is the other one. We're like yeah, poundable. Can... I know. Yeah, yeah. There, the, I've, there's one beer that we have that's a sour that's referred to as a porch pounder, which sounds like a dirty sexual position, but uh, I think just means you can sit on your porch and drink a lot of them. Hey, speaking of Logan and porch pounders, back in the day when I lived up there, we went to um, Jack Mormon and the Porch Pounders was a band. Uh, no, I thought it was Jerry Joseph here. and the Jack Mormons. Jerry, who was the Porch Pounders? They might have been the opening act. I don't know. They were maybe they were. I saw the Porch Pounders, and you're like, yeah, good for you guys. Yeah, no, I, I, I saw because I went to the Jerry Joseph. It was in an old barn. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was one of the weirder concert experiences I've ever had. Not I a mean, bad show, right? The I weirdest one. Up. I still went with you. Oh God, you liked no. Girl. Oh God. <laughs> Things you do because you like a girl, and you're like, what is this? <laughs> that that was a show full of people with their heads so far up their own ass. It was ridiculous. That's how it was at the cake show I went to. That no 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 no. I've seen cake and I know what you're saying. <laughs> they have nothing on this. <laughs> okay, I, I feel like I've heard the story, but please refresh my memory. There was it was in like some sort of like art installation. It was in art spaces. Art spaces. It was in art spaces. Okay, just yeah. by saying that they're already pretentious. So yeah. Oh yeah. Keep going. Uh there was a guy who was like 
like telling the story of this kid sneaking out of his bedroom and going and playing with bears but he's trying to tell it like it was a children's story so he had everyone sitting on the floor like a elementary school class and then he was explaining what he was playing when he was playing like it was it was this just where the young boy is running with the bears yeah so basically how clark met me gotcha okay yeah you're not that far off and also we should also preface that the clark was an adult when i met him he was not a young boy so <laughs> let's just make sure everyone's clear on that so <laughs> but it's about this young boy sneaking out of this house running through the fields finding time with the bears frolicking with the bears sneaking back in at the end of the night but he tried to have this be this like atmospheric thing but he breaks it up he's going and this is what's happening yeah, with bits of exposition between each section and everyone had to be sitting down and there was what 30 people in the audience yeah almost. so it was hard to sneak out you because... couldn't sneak out and the girl we were there uh, you know wingmanning with brian is she what was it slug magazine she was writing for she was she was a music um reviewer for something i think it, it might have been slug she was a yeah. music reverse so she was there so she was there on assignment and brian's like oh that sounds great let's do it and we're just like kill me now yeah right and then the following band thought they were the velvet underground yeah so there was that as well and it, it was it was really rough yeah it was, it, really it was one of the most fuck you i'm an artist sort of shows i think i've ever been to as far as rock concerts go it was like i'm artsy the only one i've seen matched i'd have been maynard with the perfect circle tour where they refused to use front-facing lighting oh yeah the Man, entire what? there was no front-facing lighting so the entire band was backlit or just over the head you couldn't see their faces or anything as they did the entire show and it was okay. really annoying that was just rock show. star bullshit well there was the pretentious it, rock star bullshit where they played everything about five beats per minute too slow so everything uh -huh. just slightly dragged was that the same show same show yeah that show it was at the maverick center yeah and i was, I was really show. irritated he was like oh they're coming back you want to see him and i'm like nope no we're good <laughs> we're good nah, i've never never been a fan of Maynard to begin with so i've been to truly amazing my speaking of just weird shows because we're going off the rails here first time i saw perfect circle was out at saltaire yep and out comes maynard and he's wearing this huge blonde wig and white pants with no shirt on which is typical maynard you're like yeah whatever but about three song four songs in he loses these pants and he's just wearing the speedo then all the lights go out and the black lights kick on and then you see the perfect circle logo right on his groin and his white hair is glowing and he's just kind of it's basically a wig and a speedo swooning. is all you're seeing all you're seeing is this and he's just swooning about and doing his thing and he pulls on a guitar and doesn't actually play it and you're just like this is such a weird dude <laughs> so two interesting things is one is uh salt hair is where i saw cake okay so that's kind of interesting uh and second uh wig and a speedo are coming to warp tour next year so yeah they are. They are. warp tour uh, still a thing no i think they not. just relaunched no it's the one when you were young i think is what they're they relaunched it somehow i know i saw something recent about it all right so saint young so, men saint young men anyway uh i bought this book originally because i'm the one who recommended this and my original recommendation of why it ties into mai tai is because mai tai has both light rum and dark rum so i thought you have two different rums coming together and this is a book where you have two different religions coming together sure my my idea may have been loftier than uh than it was worth but that explanation it, totally sells it i was curious on how you were going to bring this one in but that totally works <laughs> yeah so that was sort of my general idea it's like two different rums two different religions uh kind of working together in tandem and i i yes. don't know i think this book is funny i've read i have the first two volumes of it how um, many volumes are there i don't know i was online and it's like omnibus number 73 like oh ooh, really maybe not that high but it was like volume 20 volume 22 or something yeah Although i will say i do appreciate that the first uh, edition of this manga does start at issue one and not 56 like blah 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 so there, there's always that that's definitely i mean 
mean, that's a, yeah. a point in the win column already. Like it or not, at least you have the story from the beginning. So these two guys sure have a sense of humor. Yeah. And that is hilarious. Uh, here's Buddha and Jesus living together, trying to just, you know, they're living their lives and they're like, you know, hold hands, but sometimes you just got to go. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and like, it's, um, I don't know. I think, I think it's fun. I like the fact that they, that the, the people themselves don't take their religion too seriously or don't take themselves too seriously. So right. I think that's part of what keeps it from becoming like really, um, controversial, I guess. If they took themselves, if they took their powers and their, you know, their religions very seriously and then did silly, goofy things, I think people would be insulted. But like, I don't know. I, I think that even my religious mother could potentially read this and not be too terribly insulted by it. This isn't bad because you've got, um, Mark Millar's American Jesus. Yeah, I just read the second really volume of that recently. It's really good, but that one's a little bit easier to be offended by if you're looking <laughs> to do so. And then you have a uh, Garth Ennis with Preacher. Yeah, which is and meant you, to be offensive. <laughs> by all means, right? So as three different um, things of here's Jesus in modern day times, just kind of chill. Then you have Battle Pope. Oh right? gosh, yeah. And then there's Battle Pope. So we have got four. This one is by far the most innocuous of the bunch. Yeah, this one is by far. It's all in all, the book is fairly innocuous as it's yeah. going through that what of what i've read so far it's just here's slice of life with these two dudes it's like yeah there's this whole thing behind but you know that was another day this yeah. is where i'm at right now and we're just kind of this is our phase of what we're doing and where we're at right now yeah there's that thing yeah i get it it's kind of like the henry winkler <laughs> hey. he's still doing a little bit here and there but mostly henry's just famous for being henry he's just you know he's just a joy to be around and he's a great mm -hmm. guy but i mean nothing he's done since the fall is, he's done some good stuff. Is mm -hmm. as yeah. iconic as the Fonz. You do not besmirch his role in the Water Boy. <laughs> oh, he's great thinking... in Barry. You should oh, yeah. watch. I need to watch Barry. Barry. Yeah, he's, or, he's, uh, he's, or it is some of the blackest humor. So hilarious. So hilarious. Because he was in Scream 1 or 2 as well. I don't he's in Scream he 1. one. He's the principal. Yeah, he's the principal. Yeah, but no, and Barry, he is absolutely fantastic. But it's it's these two. It's Buddha and Jesus and their Henry Winkler old man face. And, Which yeah. I also love that they're deities and they have a budget. I think that's yeah. amazing. I was literally just thinking that too. <laughs> so again, it's about stories and constraint. And it's within that constraint where you find the good things going on, right? Yeah. So as a callback from a previous episode. I think so, the only problem with this book is well, it's twofold. It's like one, it is just it, I understand slice of life, but when we've done books like Day Tripper, where the slice of life is important and actually makes makes sense, yeah, I get there on vacation, but I just I wasn't bought in. Like I knew nothing about this book when we got it. So when I opened up mm -hmm. the first page and saw it was Jesus and Buddha's roommates, I was like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, but it mm -hmm. wasn't that. I was thinking maybe maybe I was thinking of Saints Saints Row or something like that, where it's sure I was on a similar boat. I was not expecting these. Too. No. <laughs> so. I didn't realize that I didn't warn anybody what this book was. No, <laughs> so, no, no, no. I was like, oh, all right. Because so, I, I saw mean, the bookstore, I saw, like, I read the back of it. I thought, that sounds interesting. I want to read that. So I guess having a little bit more of, of a buy-in before you get into it definitely maybe makes a difference. Yeah, it was, uh, so I had no idea going in, and I'm totally used to reading manga, so I had no problem adapting to the, the, the traditional way you do it. But the one thing I was doing it on my iPad was that with the Comixology app is you can tap on it, and it tells you how many pages are left. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like when I first first get into a movie that I'm kind of not feeling good at and you look at your watch and I was like oh my god I've read 50 pages like mm -hmm. 
this is only 150 and i uh i had read spawn previously and spawn just really flew by when i was t- doing through that one uh this one just kind of felt more like homework and then i think the last third of it it kind of clicked and i started grooving but mm-hmm. eh, i just i get it it's it's jesus and buddha on vacation and guess what when you're relaxing you don't need to have a through line but i just it was okay nothing i'd gone to go back and read again but it, it did again for me pick up in the last third but uh it just reminded me a lot of kind of uh in fact i'm looking at one page right now where towards the end where jesus is saying i'm going to use it as pajamas and it just made me think of like iron <laughs> chef america <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I think that's where kind of maybe he found what he was trying to do or the writer or the artist did. But up until about page 80, I wasn't all about it. And then I kind of settled in. So there's been a few books that I've read that are like that, where like the first issue or two are them sort of getting out all the plot points that they had thought about. And then when they have to start making it work for a longer run, that's when they sort of start to find their stride. Um, And I felt that way a little bit about this one as well, because I've really I've read volume two and really enjoyed it. I'd read more. Um, So I I mean, I'll probably buy volume three at some point. time i think it's kind of like oh with a tv show where they're like hey you have to get to the first season yeah (laughs) to get to the good stuff yeah parks and recreation don't watch the first season yeah skip the first season of parks and rec or star trek or the office stars uh star trek next generation like probably the first two seasons almost with the writers he grew the beard in season three yeah so yeah it's um yeah i don't know just skipping maybe skipping the first couple issues and jumping in maybe that's worthwhile or not but uh because isn't there like isn't there like seven books in this one or six little books it's seven issues yeah yeah so maybe you just jump to issue three yeah like like if you watch harley quinn the, t- the cartoon sh- skip to the king shark episode yes mm-hmm. king shark's my favorite i still haven't watched the most recent season yet i need to catch up on that and just the answer uh, season four too i know season. i know i gotta catch up on that hey man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah. Anybody else have any other thoughts about this? I mean, it is manga, so it's predominant. It's black and white, right? And it's yeah. that style, and it's that mode. And if you're into that mode and you're into that thing, it's great. But in a lot of ways, I view manga in a... It's not the same fashion, but it's kind of like, you know, noir movies have a very deliberate and set up mm-hmm. and thing. And mm-hmm. it's not noir, but noir kind of like... If noir is your thing, and you're like, oh yeah, I was like, how's this? Yeah, it's good noir. What else mm-hmm. do you want? Yeah. It's manga. It's decent manga. What else do you want? Yeah is really kind of the review at the end of the day and it's what it is there but yeah it's it's amusing and i just mm-hmm. watched this and where i'd be a bit curious if he had picked other characters would it be as amusing right so say it was you know like saint mark and some other character from buddhism or you know whoever knows mm-hmm. would it be as amusing but because it is buddha and it is jesus it, the conceit keeps it going quite well if the conceit changed a little bit would it would the um charis i say charisma but just the nature of the characters is what holds it up as well as it does well, would be is my floating question right well and you look at the oh good sorry well if we do these books in order um the way we planned on it even though i'm not telling people what we read next next week's book surprisingly will tie into some of those questions okay. um, it plays a lot more on religion than you would expect uh um, all right so but uh, yeah and i mean if you think about it there the message of both buddha and jesus are similar it's not as if yeah. Yeah. one's you know all about their going and telling people to start wars or this and that now some of their followers might believe that and that's a different mm-hmm. story uh i think it's really interesting if we're gonna sorry just another side note nope do it that we've got a lot of you know uh pastors and politicians and stuff who fully believe in the rapture and jesus is coming back and everything else and they think that by having this judge here by them getting elected that they're going to go ahead and help facilitate that you know mm-hmm. if, if if we have an all-powerful all-knowing god who has this whole plan of uh, the apocalypse and then putting himself back on earth as a kingdom i'm pretty sure he can do it without your help yeah like he doesn't 
need you as someone who thinks that they're all powerful and like, oh, I'm going to go help Jesus come back and he'll be happy for me. Jesus doesn't need your help coming back, dude. Like, yeah. if, if that's what your belief is. So I always, I kind of find that interesting over the last, you know, six years of the politics cycle. But um, maybe go back and read your, your Bible and actually live your life like Jesus said. So, yeah. I and, heard once don't spend people, too much money like Buddha said. Yeah. Right. Don't spend too much. <laughs> You know, be nice to one each other. We all run our own race. Be nice to one each other. And one thing I did here is people was like, we need to put the Christ back in Christmas. And someone's retort was, I'd be content with Christ back into Christians. <laughs> yeah. I fully believe that. So Also true. Yep. But There's okay. also, you can go back and talk about early Christians using an X. Well, before Christmas became big, was an X is the sign of the cross for Christ. But that's a different podcast. That's a different thing. Right. Yes. So, okay. Well, um, let's go with uh, some grades on this book. Uh, Mr. Todd, what is your grade? Three stars. Three stars? Okay. Yep. That uh, was Mr. funny. That was solid. That was fine. Mr. Adam? Uh, three stars as well. I, I would have gone lower, but like I said, it, it kind of got its hooks in me for the last third. So whether I'll read more or not, yeah. but at least it was enjoyable for the last hundred pages. About, so. Okay. And I'll go with four stars. I like this book. I thought it was funny. Um, I don't know. I think, I, I, I wonder if everyone else would have appreciated it more if I had warned them beforehand what the book was going to be no, about. No, no, no. I think that was rather delightful. No, that was <laughs> good. warning him of all was like, oh, because he just say it's like saints young men stuck on thing and i'm like all right you go read this and like, oh those two <laughs> hey <laughs> yeah yeah i was thinking more like said saints row or boondock saints that's where i thought we were coming from yeah so. <laughs> but so. yeah the, the surprise it was those two i'm like huh. all right yeah so. okay but yeah. uh yeah i don't know i like this book i've read more of it uh i plan on reading more of it uh it's i think it's fun so uh cool well that will do it for this week uh next week we have another book uh based on my tie uh mm -hmm. we have two more this month um and then uh, eventually we're going to move on to another tiki drink since we're starting with tiki drinks and uh, and there's a lot of them so that'll take us for a little while at least um so with that being said thanks everybody for joining us and we will see you all later bye bye oh you bastard you did it again <laughs> <laughs> see this is why we need lena here she's like she herds us cats better so <laughs> that's true <laughs>